Hi, and welcome to the Pleasure for Health podcast, the space where we talk about topics related to intimacy, relationships, desire, and of course, pleasure. I'm your host, Ailsa Kepi, a somatic sex educator, therapist, and a lifelong student of the body-mind-spirit connection. You can find out more about me and my programs and services on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com. So welcome to this week's Ask Elsa live podcast. Uh, my name is Elsa and I am, you can find me online at www.pleasureforhealth.com, building healthy and intimate, uh, fulfilling relationships. So today I wanted to talk about support. This has come up for me personally and so I really wanted to deal with it as a way of moving forward in our own lives, noticing how do we relate to the idea of support. For me personally, I found it quite difficult actually in building up for so many years how to be self-sufficient, how to be autonomous, how to have freedom, how to make my own choices, how not to be at the beck and call or in the clutches of anybody else in my relationships. I've worked really hard on not relying on anybody else for support. Aside from that, I was a single mother for ages and um, you know had four kids, so I was the support for them. So I'm very comfortable with that role of supporting, but not so comfortable with the idea of allowing others to support me. And so at this point in my relationships and in my life, that is becoming a stumbling block. And I wanted to share with you all because I have a feeling I'm not the only one going through that. And when we look at our society, we look at the idea that we've created a society where <clears throat> freedom of choice, spontaneity, um, you know, um, allowing ourselves to have complex relationships that we go in and out of um, has kind of led us to a similar thing of building up our own self-awareness, our own self-regulation, our own, um, you know, self-worth our own income, we've become so uh, hooked on the freedom of, of the self that we've forgotten that we're actually social creatures and that we actually rely on people, other people, in order to survive as a species. And so, you know, I think we have to take a step back and look at that, not only in our own relationships, but in our relationship to each other in the world and in our societies. We've created such a complex web that, you know, none of us could really uphold all of this on our own you know although some people do want to just opt out of the whole system and go live in a hut in the woods this isn't a, a relational way to live particularly with other people so if we're looking to fit into a complex culture we maybe need to come back and look at the idea of support and looking at support from a modern perspective i think requires that we're not taking away each other's freedom. We're not taking away each other's autonomy or our opinion or our voice, but how can we set up a structure that we can feel safe to let down? We can feel safe to ask a partner, you know, hey, can I rely on you for X, Y, or Z? And know that they will do that for us, you know, and then can we accept that kind of support in our lives without pushing it away because we're too afraid of being hurt which really, you know, is a lot of it. 
We don't want to trust anybody else to be there for us just in case they're not there. And then, well, you know, we'd get our heart broken. So, you know, having a trust in, in other people requires that we're open to the possibility of heartbreak. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It also requires us to take responsibility for the fact of knowing that if we're offering support to someone, do we know our own limitations of that? Can we be adult in the way that we offer support? So we're not just saying, yeah, yeah, I can do that. I can do this. I can be there for you. And then not really mean it. You know, we if we say we're going to do something, we have to know that we can show up and do it, you know, barring, um, you know, a life crisis coming up. So how can we, you know, both, um, take responsibility for that and also allow and learn to trust that other people can also do that. I think this requires all of us to work together. Um, you know, you think about that kind of scenario of the trees that are all interwoven in their roots bed underneath the ground. They are one being and they all come up you know, I think it's an aspen forest, you know, all the separate trees come up, but underneath they're all woven together. And I think we've forgotten our interweaving under the earth kind of connections. And we have um, been just seeing ourselves as separate beings. And in this way, we forgot that we need these roots for systems for support and that we need to build those structures in so what I'm finding in my own life as well is as I look at that, it requires a lot of time and emotional energy to build those structures. And perhaps some people would say, well, that's a waste of time. Like, why do I need to do that? I just want to find somebody to have sex with and not have to deal with all of that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that inherently, except that on some level, we want to build some kind of relationships with some sort of support for ourselves even if it's just a community support. You know, I have nothing against having um, one night stands or flings or, you know, casual relationships on an intimate setting. But on some level, somewhere in our life, we want to have more fulfilling and lasting relationships that can support us as human beings, whether that's government uh, individual relationships, whether that's, um, you know, relationships between us and our families, us and other people, our work colleagues, however you look at that. Um, this isn't just about, well, I can have a one night stand and not ever talk to this person again and have nothing to do with them and that's my right. Of course it is. However, somewhere in your life, you're gonna have relationships that are more lasting and in those relationships, we need to build support. So we can't look at all of our relationships as throwaway relationships that we're not interested in building. And we've kind of lost the skill set to build this type of trusting relationship. So I think we need to come back and look at how do we start building trust? How do we start building these intimate relationships where, you know, if I call so-and-so up, I know that they're going to make some time for me. You know, if I need some support that I have these people here, you know, if I'm suddenly in a car accident, uh, God forbid that you know, people would step in and help with my family, my home, you know, my meals, things like that, that I also would be able to step up for others in that way. You know, and I, I noticed that it does require a certain commitment 
and responsibility to forging these types of relationships. And I think it's important that we do that. So we want to kind of have this balance between freedom and spontaneity and individualism and this kind of communal aspect of support and networking and reliability with each other. And, you know, I just wanted to bring this up in our relationship dialogue here on Ask Ilsa because, you know, many of us think we are looking for a lasting relationship and yet when we get it, you know, and, or we get the opportunity that we don't realize that we actually, that requires us to do this kind of work of building a network, building a support structure where we can be there for each other. And, you know, sometimes that comes as a bit of a surprise a year or two into a new relationship where you're like, oh, this is what it means to be in a long-term relationship. Oh, you know, this requires a, a couple hours of my day. This requires a lot of emotional energy. This requires me to um, check in with my own uh, thoughts. This requires me to sometimes sacrifice my own personal time for the good of the collective. You know, these things are required of me to have this relationship. And it comes as a bit of a shock sometimes. So I just wanted to kind of put this out there for you all to think about. And, you know, in a way to begin to collectively maybe nurture this aspect of relationships that we've set aside in lieu of freedom, spontaneity, and choice. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with all of those things either, but I think that it's time that we brought the balance back a little bit to responsibility and commitment and support structure. Um, and, you know, in the age of Aquarius that we're moving into, there's already going to be a lot of freedom and spontaneity um, that I'm very excited about being an Aquarius. I'm excited about that. And I know in my own life how that has not allowed me to deepen into relationships in the way that I really crave deep down. And so I'm aware of the support structures that are important. So if this rings true for you, maybe it's an it's a possible time to reevaluate how do you create support in your relationships? How do you create structure? How do you take on responsibility? How do you let go of responsibility with uh, you know, people that are close to you? And how does that serve your relationships and your your intentions in your relationships. So a lot of things to think about there and I hope it gives you some food for thought. Again, if you want to reach out to me or look at what I have uh, available as far as programs, courses, workshops, one-on-one -on -one coaching, please do check out my website at www.pleasureforhealth.com. Thanks and have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Pleasure for Health podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Let's discover and celebrate more pleasure together. Again, my name is Ailsa Kepi, and you can find out more or contact me on my website, www.pleasureforhealth.com.